0: The cannabis industry has launched in Massachusetts and $16 million in gross revenue has been generated in six weeks. Whoa, that's a lot of dough, man. Yes, indeed. And one of the pioneers and entrepreneurs from the cannabis business is Mark Shepard. He's one of the founders of the New England Cannabis Convention, where this podcast started almost a year ago. So don't blame me. No, I'm only kidding. Mark's in studio with us. We'll get to Mark Shepard and the New England Cannabis Convention in just a moment on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Hi, everyone. Welcome to In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Today, we are welcoming in Mark Shepard from the New England Cannabis Convention that starts in March at the Heinz, now up to three days of exhibits, seminars, and a whole bunch of information that you can get both as a business person and as a consumer. And we'll talk with Mark in just a moment, but a reminder that this podcast, once again, is available on the CLNSmedia.com website. It is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Audio Boom, and a video recording for the weedtube.com You can also find that video on the brand new cannabis. Multimedianetwork.com. That's where you can find this. You can also find tremendous support for the industry and for a podcast like this one from one of our supporters, The Revolutionary Clinics, located in both Cambridge and in Somerville. The Revolutionary Clinics, obviously, are the ones that you want to go to to get the knowledge you need to become a user of cannabis responsibly and as a medicine. They have tremendous patient advocates who pride themselves with expertise that help you find that right medicine and explain the right way to ingest it to improve your life. That's the Revolutionary Clinics at 67 Broadway in Somerville and 110 Fawcett Street in Cambridge in the Fresh Pond area. Mark Shepard, thank you so much for coming in today and joining me in studio. Thank you so
1: much for having me, Jimmy. It's great to be here.
0: Great to be here, and I love the fact that we actually figured out a way that there is some connection with us, both professionally and business, and you're a local guy, and I I applaud you for that. Uh, Did you ever think in your home state, that you would have legal cannabis available to adults
1: actually no i mean at no point in my in my life before before even five or six years ago did i really think it would happen
0: and you have to give credit to the people from Normal, uh, the people from the local division of the National Organization of Reform of Marijuana Laws for staying with this and sticking with it. People like Stephen Mandilli, uh, the veteran who was first in line at Cultivate and has been pro-cannabis and an advocate for it for many, many years because it helped him get off his opioid that, uh, his opioids that were prescribed to him through the VA. Tell me a little bit about the New England Cannabis Convention. I was amazed when I walked in the door uh, for the first time last year. What do we? What can we expect next uh, this coming uh, March?
1: Well, it's um, been a a crazy journey. My business partner and I, Jeff Lawrence, and Jeff was one of those people you talked about. He was one of the founding board members of MassCan Normal back in the early '90s. When you know, again, most people were like, "What are you doing?" And um, you know, great to see those efforts pay off and. So, with both of us coming from the alt weekly industry, um, myself from the Phoenix Media Group and him from Dig Boston, huge me- uh, cannabis advocates for years, and we just eventually said, you know, what can we do to kind of get everybody together and create a critical mass that shows that this is a serious industry, both medicinally and then recreationally for people and not just, you know, a, a Woodstock revival? So we came on the idea of the conventions. We started doing it in 2015 before the medical program was even open. We're shocked at at just the incredible response we got from advocates, businesses, consumers. Everybody wanted in. And I and I think we did create a, a positive image for the industry and for the medicine. Um, Bob Lobel was actually the first person to walk through the door of our first convention, and we convinced him. To do a keynote speech on the spot there and he told his story about overcoming opioid abuse and now four years later we're filling two halls in the Heinz this year we have four programming tracks two focused on business technology uh growing and medicine and then new this year on friday which is our third day that we're adding this year we're doing the new england cannabis community awards to kind of recognize and put a spotlight on all those people that did the work over the last 15, 20 years to get this done.
0: And, of course, you know, we are talking about an event in Boston, but you have expanded to other states around New England. And I know that you also have spent some time living in Maine, as have I. And we find out, actually, that our children were actually born at the same hospital, which is bizarre unto (laughs) itself, Uh, A, that I have a child, and B, that he was born in Portland, Maine. But anyway, um, tell me about your expansion. I'm pretty sure you went to Rhode Island, Maine, and what are the plans for the future? Sure. That very
1: first year, again, I had the roots in Maine and Jeff and I were actually producing a magazine in Portland, Dig Portland. So we just figured if we do Boston, we we both have uh, connections there. I also worked at the Providence-Phoenix-Way connections in Rhode Island. I said, why don't we just see what we can do in those markets too? And the idea again was to go into markets that weren't fully up yet for rec and try to try to push that, become part of the critical mass. So Maine and Rhode Island were part of our first year. We did them- We've been doing them since 2015. Obviously, within a year, Maine went wreck. I think we helped with that. Our second convention was the month before the vote. And um, after that first year, we looked around and said, should we be doing this other places? And over the last three years, we've expanded to Burlington, Vermont, um, Reno, Nevada, Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah. We're adding um, New Jersey this year, and we're doing a Springfield mass
0: show. Let's go back to Utah for a second. They had a lot of issues passing medical the medical program over the last uh, few months. Uh, as anyone who knows anything about the United States history, it's a very heavily Mormon-based state, and... First of all, I was amazed that they were able to actually get a medical program in. But it shows you how powerful the science and research is now. Because even those who were prohibiting it and didn't want to deal with it because it was federal, they didn't want to touch it because of all the propaganda. Now they're starting to look at the research and the science, and that's leading the debate.
1: Absolutely. And and our connection there comes back from the alt-weekly world. We still stay in touch with the with the owners of the different papers, and, and Jeff is a good friend with the owner of the Salt Lake City Weekly, and he had told us that, that this was something we should get involved in. So we partnered with him there, and in the end, what happened was is, is enough people were bringing that scientific evidence to the leaders of the Mormon Church, and they took the stance at first. Obviously, they were against it, and then they saw the evidence, and they said, this actually does treat opioid abuse, and it is a solution, and we support it. And once the church supported it for that, we knew the bill was going to pass. And now it's it's a very restrictive bill, and they want it to just be focused on that, but one step at a
0: time, and that was a great first step. It is everybody's first step is to accept it as a medicine uh, before you start to perhaps use it as an adult, in a moderate way and enjoy some of the other benefits that you might get from the cannabis plant Um, let's talk a little bit about democracy for a second because if you ever want an example of how democracy can work the cannabis industry is a perfect example of it is it not
1: it it is I mean when you look at it every single state except Vermont has passed legalization through the people demanding a vote Um,
0: it's, it's incredible that it's happened that way. It's going to change. I think New York and New Jersey both have pro-cannabis governors. They recognize the revenue, tax revenue potential of the industry, and they want to take advantage of it. And I think that's moving forward, too. It is. I,
1: I think it's a, it's a little bit of a double-sided sword there, um, because when the legislature writes it, they're going to write it pro-business. They're going to write it pro, um, well, I get anti grow. And I and I think that's what concerns most people, that when a legislature writes it, they're going to support big business selling it and having all the rights. So there's a big battle for, well, you're going to legalize it, but then tell me I can't grow it at home. So hopefully things don't go that way.
0: Yeah, and, and in any beginning of any industry, there's always the give and take after it finally is here. And I think you're going to see that. In the cannabis industry. But in Massachusetts, the, the whole new industry is really under a microscope. And it's, you know, the Cannabis Commission has done a, as good a job as they could, given the parameters and the timing that they were handed this particular responsibility. But you know therein lies the rub too, because you know the industry's just starting now, it's just dribbling along a little bit rather than starting to gallop and I'm guessing, as someone who's putting on a show, tell me a little bit about the growth of the number of uh, exhibitors you have and stuff like that
1: it's It's really been amazing. Our first shows we did at the castle um next to the 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 park, park plaza. plaza. Yep. Um, which could only hold about 70 booths, which is great because that's all we could really sell. And um, we had one programming stage. And, And we've grown every year. We've sold out whatever space we've rented, we've sold out. This is our third year in the Hines. We've had to rent two full halls. We're pacing right now towards 350 exhibitors. We have no programming in the halls. We have four breakout rooms for that. So, I mean we're we're maybe 5 or 6 times the floor space we had just 3 years ago.
0: So uh, let's go back to something you just mentioned about uh, where the seminars uh, last year's show you had it inside the convention halls, right?
1: We had two programming stages Business in and the halls and then right? we had two breakout rooms. So gotcha. we were able to fit two inside the halls and we had to rent two extra rooms now. We really don't have room for any of the programming in the exhibit halls.
0: So all the seminars and that will be taken out in those breakout rooms that are around the corner and upstairs and all that. Correct. Uh, that's, that's good. Uh, at least now you uh, can actually separate the convention where the buzzes there's so many play on words in this and by the way we both know who mike adams is planet mikey he is the master of the play on words relentless yeah (laughs) and in and cannabis it's like it lends itself to it it's bizarre it's too easy um can you give me a couple of example of who are the speakers that you might be bringing in uh this year if you've already kind of committed to them
1: we actually are in the process of getting finalized um Commitments from people we actually put out a speaker application we drive people to do it we had over five hundred people apply this year wow. and you know we have about a hundred spots um so I don't want it nobody has we just sent out the confirmation letters and we haven't got responses yet so I don't want to say anybody who's doing it gotcha. but you can certainly see that it'll be experts and leaders in the industry both in Massachusetts and nationally, we attract a lot of national people. So, you know, when there's the the input where stuff doesn't change, like how to you know growing in things, we'll take people from outside this area who who have experience.
0: You know, even in the industry now, I'm starting to get to know some of the players, and I am noticing that there is some politics involved. That there's one group that likes this particular uh, medical expert. There's another group that likes this particular medical expert. Uh, you don't think that the infighting that might be going on will d- retard the industry's growth at all? It it won't. I think they they mostly are productive conversations,
1: and it's funny because when you're talking about even just the bill itself, like how the terminology is, you can go onto Facebook or a, a chat board. You can go anywhere and see that even among passionate cannabis enthusiasts, there's no consensus as to what the bill should what you know what should i be able to do what the limitations should be everyone has their own version of what a perfect bill is so those the fact that people are arguing about details of legalization tells we've already won right. you know like if that's what we're arguing about is the details of legalization right. great that's you know right. it's a terrific place to be
0: yeah it's been a big victory uh, for all the uh, advocates of it over the over the years and um, you know as someone who just always takes a look at the big picture uh Certainly don't want industry to get in the way of itself after all these years of fighting, you know, the prohibitionists out there that they they finally have it. It's it exists. You can grow it on your own. You can go into a store and buy it. Now you can uh, apply for a medical card and actually start using it medicinally, which is what I've had over the last three years uh, for my chronic pain and arthritis, because I swear I was an athlete once. Uh, But um, the future of this where are we going to go with this i mean everybody's projecting you've seen the sales number 16 million over 6 weeks it's they're not going to go down and they're not going to slow down no it's it's going to grow i mean one thing that is going to co-
1: go down is the prices and that's the the thing whenever somebody does their projections i always want to dig deep. I love statistics and I and I think most people love them but don't understand them. Right. And and you take people people will take the sales now and then they'll extrapolate them and show what it shows when there's a hundred stores open. I say, Well, when there's a hundred stores open, you're not going to get four hundred dollars an ounce because now you've got everybody competing with each other. And that's I think that's where a lot of the battling come from. So there's so much money at stake and so much opportunity at stake you know, we live in a in a in a, in a nation of capitalism. Right. It's going to be a battle, yeah. and and not everybody who wants to be in this industry is going to survive. So yeah, there's going to be animosity. There's going to be battles, but it's an amazing new opportunity and business
0: opportunity for so many people. It's it's great. It's what business in the capitalist world is all about: is the sure. supply, demand, and uh, providing the proper product and services for your consumers. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, We've got democracy and capitalism at work, and somebody's going to write some good books about this over the next uh, decade or so because uh, it it hasn't just – Massachusetts, really, it's the first time we are experiencing it, and yet it's been going on now for a number of years on the West Coast. In the Weeds is a podcast produced at the studios of Little Park Media in Wellesley, Massachusetts for the listening enjoyment of our audience. None of the opinions or advice on this program should be considered medical advice or a substitute for seeing a certified medical marijuana practitioner or your local physician. All opinions and thoughts on this show do not necessarily represent the management of CLNS Media Group or Little Park Media.